Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest Laughing back and forth at what the other has to say Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful. <laughs> it's so hard to stay on. We we can do it with the lag. I know. Oh, we got a clap too, so we know. Oh yeah. Right. Three, two, one. It can't that be that bad. that bad. Are you serious? For me, it was like I clapped, and then a second later, you clapped. <laughs> I was like um, half a second, maybe. Okay, so let's try to let's try to sing "Oh Come All Ye Faithful" or "We Three Kings of Orientar." How about that one? But okay. I'll I'll count it down three, two, one. Start, and then you start, and then I'll just try to keep my tempo, and you try to keep yours, and we'll see if they. Well, I don't know the lyrics, so I was just gonna make them up from you. Oh, I don't really know them either. Uh. Let's just dump about, it. It's a bad idea. Oh, come idea. all you faithful. <laughs> okay, oh, come all you faithful. One. And <laughs> I can't count it in like that. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, come, come all, all ye faithful. Joyful and triumphant. come It's like singing <laughs> with de- <laughs> it's like singing with delay that's not in time. <laughs> it's the worst possible delay. <laughs> this is uh You're My Friend and I Miss You, a podcast with two friends who miss each other who live states away. Super states. I'm being too formal with it, I think. You think? Yeah. No this introduction. Is, yeah, we normally if you, if don't. You, if you clicked on this, you know what it is. That's right. This and, is the number 15 podcast in Fiji. <laughs> is, what, what are people who live in Fiji called? Are they uh, Fijians? Fijonians. Fijonians? I think so. Fahitians? Fahitians. <laughs> Fajitas? <laughs> I'm very sorry if this is super offensive. <laughs> it's okay. Our rating's gonna tank. <laughs> we're canceled in Fiji. We're immediately canceled. In, we clawed our way to the number fifteen podcast in Fiji, and it was a hard fall to the bottom immediately after. Fifteen out of eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I had some things to talk about actually for once, but that was one of really? them that were the number fifteen Fiji. podcast in Fiji. We'll come do a live show if someone wants to pay us. Yeah, host us. Speaking of getting paid, <laughs> we got paid. Did you know? Did you know? I don't know anything about getting paid. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> well, don't get too excited. so last episode we talked about um how we don't do this 
for any other reason than the fact that we enjoy it and it's just more between us than anything else. And But we did say that if somebody wanted to pay us or sponsor us, we would for sure accept that. Wait. Was this our friend Zach? Yes, the money came to you. Oh, yes. <laughs> he sent My me bad. A, he sent me a <laughs> screenshot. I forgot all about it. Yeah. I think it was like in the middle of the work day and I was like, what is this for? And then forgot <laughs> to even follow up <laughs> until this moment. It was uh, the middle of a work day, like a month ago too. So yeah, it was a long time ago, but <laughs> Zacho has, I guess he sponsored this episode cause he paid. That's true. Brought to you by Zacho. Yeah. Brought to you by Zacho, a friend of ours, been on the old podcast as a guest, but he blessed us with $2 and change. <laughs> and change. Which is by far the most we've ever made on this podcast. So that's very true. We're still in the red. <laughs> very, very far in the red. <laughs> um, yeah, but thank you to Zacho, unofficial sponsor of this podcast, of this episode. Oh. I guess go peep his album. He has an album up on Spotify. I think under oh, yeah. Zach Owens. Which you played a part in. Yeah, I uh, engineered it and mixed it. But it's still very good. Non-biasly, yeah. it's very good. I killed it. So <laughs> I, I crushed it on my end. <laughs> <laughs> With humbleness, I crushed it. Right, 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 right. One more order of business before we can just dive into whatever topic comes up. Um, my sister texted me also probably a month ago and was like, hey, you need to uh, do another episode of the podcast because she found an obituary online um, that was written by a bot. We've before read scripts read by bots on this podcast. So... This is a shout out to my sister who wanted me to read this bot written obituary on the podcast. It's entitled Bot Obituary. Fitting. Brenda Tent retired from living at the age of old. <laughs> retired from living. <laughs> Start using that. <laughs> Retired from living at the age of old. <laughs> Surrounded by family and natural causes. <laughs> A librarian from birth, Brenda was an avid collector of dust. She had a sweetheart and married her high school. She loved having hobbies and helping her sons to be disadvantaged youths. She had no horses, but thought she did. The church gave her a choir because she sang like a bird and looked like a bird and Brenda was a bird. <laughs> looked like a bird. <laughs> she owed us so many poems. The funeral, the funeral will be held in 1977 at heaven. In the lieu of flowers, send Brenda more life. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. oh, I'm dizzy. 
Quit laughing about what the bot said like five <laughs> seconds into that. I was just laughing at your week. Oh, oh. Oh, this is why we're the number 15 <laughs> podcast in Fiji is that reason. <laughs> Just five minutes of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, that got me. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Retired from living in lieu of flowers, send more life. <laughs> oh. oh. No, that's a good one, Megan. <laughs> uh, she'll she'll be tickled pink that that made you wheeze that much. <laughs> I haven't laughed like that in a long time. I, I, I thought I was going to pass out at the beginning. <laughs> Start seeing stars. <laughs> oh. Oh, on a totally different note than death, what's on your Christmas list this year? Um, actually, Al and I were just talking about that because we we usually don't really do gifts to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, some years we'll give like fifteen bucks to like we each get fifteen bucks to put like stocking stuffers in our stockings. Yeah, and that's the extent of it. Um, but this year we ended up buying tickets to that concert I went to. Oh, that's right. You went to, um, Jason Isbell. Yep. Was it just him or was it also the 400 unit? Uh, it was the 400 unit. Nice. And then Molly Tuttle opened up for him, which I'd never heard of, but she was fantastic. That name sounds familiar to me. She's like a, from what I could tell, I mean, her opening was just her acoustic um, I don't know if she normally would have a band or not, but mm. amazing guitar player, Ooh. like amazing. I could just sit there and listen to her play guitar. Not even <laughs> sing, but she's also a fantastic singer too. Nice. Same, same kind of vein, like singer songwriter, Americana ish. Yeah. Um, um, but no, it was hands down one of the best concerts I've ever been to. And I know you saw it at the civic, right? At the Akron civic. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. And that is like an old theater. It's really cool. It has a nice architecture and seats. Yeah. It's got like, 
I don't know if that would be like a Gothic era, era or Victorian or something. Mm. I think Victorian. Like, Victorian, yeah. That style theater. Yeah. With like the um, statues and like up in the whatever they're called, the bal- not balcony, but the um, I want to say fancy pa- seats. I want to say pa- oh the fancy seats. Oh, that actually would really kind of suck. But yeah, what are, what are those called? Not boxies, not boxies, not balcony. It's different. It's like the little like there's four seats and like that little thing on the side that's up above. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what the grumpy old men from the Muppets sat up in. <laughs> yes, the peeper seats, <laughs> peeper seats. <laughs> but anyway, those that had statues in them was super cool. Yeah, and like honestly, the like most chill crowd I've ever been in as well. Really. Like it was super diverse because like I had no idea what kind of crowd to expect at Jason Isbell concert, just because like, <clears throat> excuse me, he he is like country, but not modern radio country. Right. He's kind of Americana, it's kind of Southern rock, but little, he also has a little bit of soul in there. Yeah, blues, but he yeah is also outspoken like on Twitter and stuff on a lot of issues that that normal demographic would think one way of he's the opposite. Mm, yeah. And he's very outspoken about that. Okay. And so I had, I had no idea what to expect, <laughs> but like we were sitting there, we were, we were on the floor, but we were the second row from the back, which are actually pretty decent seats. But so we, I was people watching most of the time, Nice. but there was like gray hair people, um, like your stereotypical pothead, if you want to call it that, uh-huh. like, you know, that kind of crowd you had the, uh, how I told Allie, like the basic white girl with the wide brim hat and like uh-huh. you had that crowd. Um, but it was super like at one point the guy behind us, um, like they were having a small conversation to themselves, but like he leaned over and like grabbed my shoulder and was like, Hey, I know like we're, having a conversation back here, but if we get too loud, just let us know. We'll, we'll quiet down. He's like, seriously, let let me know. I was like, Hey man, I appreciate it. And so it was like that, like just everyone was just super chill. I've never experienced etiquette like that ever in a concert. No. Now I will say as the night went wore on and people got more drunk, (laughs) there was, there was a group down the the aisle from us who was just like having an open conversation above the music. Ugh. Which, yeah, that was pretty frustrating. Don't do that, people. If you go to a concert, yeah, I'm not there to listen to you talk. Listen to the music. Yeah. But, um, but other than that, it was great. It was awesome. Nice. I love, too, the, that venue. <laughs> I said it before, but I love that venue has seats because I, yes. I hate, like, standing in a crowd of people for, like, yeah. If you go to see the opener as well, it's like a three-hour show. Heck, yeah. That's a long time to stand. Even for a young strapping lad like me, it gets to be a lot. Dude, one of the, it might have been the first, there was, I think the second time I saw Need to Breathe Live, it was at a small theater like that in, in Northern Kentucky um, called Madison Theater. But it was general admission, open floor, you know, standing like you were just described. Mm-hmm. But as we got in there, everyone's like kind of packed in pre COVID times. So you don't even think about it. I wouldn't even do that now. Anyway, um, <laughs> like it just COVID aside, it's just disgusting to me now. Yeah. Um, yeah. but 
as we were standing there, it was maybe five minutes before the opener came on. This girl just puked all over the floor. Oh no. Yeah. And so like we kind of spaced out and the security guard came over, had like, you know, the mop bucket and stuff and literally just went like this. He sloshed it around a little (laughs) bit on the floor and then just stuck it back in the bucket. And he was like, ah, yeah, just don't sit down. And so like the whole night, like it was just that tint of vomit and then your shoes are also sticky. (laughs) No, it was, yeah, it was terrible. Did the girl hang out for the show Um, after puking? I think so. Cause I'm pretty sure it was a puking rally. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, they were, they were still there. Gotcha. Um, Did I ever tell you about the time I almost passed out at a Nathaniel Rateliff show? (laughs) No, I was living in Pittsburgh. I don't know how I got these tickets because I had no money at all when I lived in (laughs) Pittsburgh. I think what probably happened is the friend that I went with like got two tickets and somebody couldn't go. Mm. So he invited me. But it was hot. It was middle of summer. And I hadn't, I, I was never sleeping well at all. And I hadn't eaten anything that day at all. And the concert was in the evening and I drive to the concert. It's like up in the city and my car, the AC wasn't great. So I had the windows down, but was sweating a whole bunch. And then right before the show, this friend and I went and we got a beer. So I had a couple beers on an empty stomach with no food. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm already dehydrated because I sweat out all my water and then beer, I think just the wheat and barley just soaks whatever is left just right up. So we're standing and I make it almost all the way through the opening act. And then like, you know, when you're about to pass out and like the walls, like a tunnel just on the side of your vision start coming in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, I got to go like outside or to the restroom or something. So I'm like making my way to the restroom and I start sweating like crazy. And I can see people looking at me because I look like absolute death. (laughs) And I make it to the bathroom. There's thankfully an open stall. I just bust into that stall, close the door, sit down on the toilet and just sweat for like 10 minutes, like sweat dumping off of my body. I didn't pass out. Like I just like caught my breath and like reorganized myself. And then I went out to concessions after I gathered myself to get a water and it was nine bucks for a water. And I said, screw that. So I went back to the bathroom and just stuck my head in the sink and drank water out of the sink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that sounds miserable. It sucked. And it was also standing. So I had to go back out into the crowd and just stand for another two hours after that. Uh, uh, Yeah, that sucks. It was a good show though. Yeah. It was a great show. I I forgot how much I loved just listening to live music. Yeah. And and I think Allie, because I, I always try to explain to her how like I prefer most of the time, not all the time, but a live album. Mm. I love listening to a live album. Same. I said, there's just this energy that I can't describe, mm-hmm. but you just can feel it differently. Yeah. And I think she she like figured that out on Wednesday. Cause on the way home, like we were listening, there was a couple of songs that we hadn't heard before. And so we were trying to find them, you know, and she was like, man, this just sounds way different than, than what, you know, he did live. I said, well, is it, you can actually like, there's an energy in the room that 
you can't really recreate necessarily unless it's a live recording. Right. And, uh, and even then there's a difference between being there live and listening to a live recording. Mm-hmm. She was like, Oh, that makes so much sense. I was like, thank you. I, I always have been of that, um, we, we, uh, opinion, I guess of just, I think live albums are most of the time better. Um, mm-hmm. when I, I just recently got Spotify premium again, after not having it for a while. And the thing that sucked most about not having that was you can't like listen to an album straight through mm-hmm. with non-premium Spotify. So like I like when I listen to an album and especially a live album, I like to listen to it all the way through, like from the first song to the end. And like hear yeah. like the crowd interaction in between songs if they're in there. Like I really love that. Now that I have Spotify Premium again. I've been jamming live albums a whole bunch. Heck yeah. Favorite live album, the live album, Green Day's, um, is it Bullet in the Bible? It's like from 2005 or something. Yeah, it's uh, Red and Black, I think the album cover. Yeah, that's my probably my favorite live album. Talk, talk, we're talking about energy that is like captured in that live album. That is such like, I, I don't want to be like cheesy with it or whatever. But like mm-hmm. the, like when you listen to that live album, like it it's very electric. Like you can feel yes. that that presence coming out of that will, music. It probably helped. There's like a hundred thousand people there. True, but yeah, I mean it all feeds into itself, really. Yeah, like I'm sure that fed the musicians and the energy that they brought. And yeah, there's um, a couple live albums by Metallica. I know that this is kind of outside of your vein, but they played, I think one of the best ones is Seattle 96. And there were doing arenas by then. And just a massive crowd of people like singing every single word to every song. Mm. And like at that point, their songs were so like, they've been touring them for so long that stadiums had like, chance that they would do like for certain guitar riffs that like followed along it was really it's really really sick to listen to that's awesome so even if you're not into metallica go listen to metallica seattle 96 it's killer yeah how do you feel about bands like uh pentatonics <laughs> it's funny you should say that my church just did a, a pentatonics cover this past Sunday. If you're watching on our YouTube, you notice that we both used air quotes. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say though, they did a good job. They did it very well. My wife sang in it. She did the best out of everybody. Obviously. But, um, I like them. I think there's like a certain, uh, I don't know, interestingness about it. Like, especially live, like when they're doing like all like the, the non like singing stuff, like the backing, like the beatboxing in the background and like whatever like effects they're doing with their voices and stuff. I think that's interesting and they're all good singers, but I've never been like, Ooh, yeah, I'm just going to bop some pentatonics today. Okay. What's your opinion? I feel like you have a stronger opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my wife and I were just talking about this the other day as well. I, despise <laughs> like pentatonics like particularly and it's like there's a couple of different reasons why 
one, just naturally, I hate most things that people overhype. Uh, Even yeah. if it's good. Yeah. Give me 10 years and maybe I'll tr- check it out then when it's not like overhyped anymore. Not so that, to not to cut into your story. I don't like the Beatles for that reason. And that I have people like legitimately angry at me because I don't <laughs> like the Beatles. I'm like, this is why I don't because you're getting mad that I don't. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, that, that's, that's my feelings. Secondly, okay. Live. If they're doing it actually live, I respect that. That's good. Recorded. I can I, <laughs> do not want to hear it. It's just so overproduced, you know? And it's like, eh, like I, like, I, I don't think I've ever heard a pentatonic song, like album version. I've only heard pentatonics live to me. That could be wrong, but you know how, like, I'm sure you can pick up on it when you are listening to music, you can hear auto tune hit every now and then. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to ex- explain it. It's not necessarily robotic. It's, it's kind of like a warble. Yeah. Like you, you just, it's, it's a lot of times it sounds like a vibrato, but like an unnatural vibrato, at least to my, yeah. Mind. Yeah. And like, to me, that's what the recorded versions of all of those types of bands sound like. Gotcha. And I was like, this isn't impressive. <laughs> like I have auto tune on my computer. I could sit down and figure this out. Yeah. I won't, but I will say though, every time I see the pentatonics, normally it's around Christmas time and they're normally playing like in New York on some stage on top of a building and they look like they're having the times of their lives. So every time I see them, I do get a little bit jelly that I'm not living that pentatonics <laughs> life. That's fair. Do they even really do originals or do they just do covers? That's the other thing. That's the other <laughs> thing that I have an issue with. Like, yeah. Anyway, go into it. Down. Do well, it. Go down that road. <laughs> it opens a can of worms because it's how I feel also about a lot of modern country. Like, mm. um, cause it actually goes back to our previous conversation about live music and why I felt like the, uh, Jason Isbell concert was so good, even though like it was not the flashiest they, you know, didn't have like tracks or anything, but I was telling Allie it's because singer songwriters when they are singing songs about themselves and what they actually gone through, which is the majority of his music. Like, um, he's an alcoholic struggle with that. And that's mixed into a lot of his writing. There's also an energy there as well, like an authenticity (coughs) and especially a lot of country music. Like they are, they're good performers, I guess. Mm. But like, sitting through a, I don't know, Jason Aldean show. It's like, eh, I mean, he's good, but like he didn't really write this song. It's like there to me anyway, there's a difference in how that performance comes across. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so the same thing with like the pentatonics and stuff. I'm like, you're just riding somebody else's coattails. And like, 
I don't write any music. I can't write music. But like, I also am not claiming to be like this awesome musician or anything. Um, or you're artist. Not, you're, you're not a sellout like the pentatonics. Yes. Pentatonics suck. <laughs> we just lost, I think, all of our audience. Soccer mom music. Sorry. <laughs> that was rude of you. <laughs> In my Christmas spirit. Oh, speaking of Christmas too, um, I had asked you what you wanted for Christmas. We were talking about that stuff. And you said that um, you guys typically don't do gifts, like large gifts. You just like do some smaller stuff. That's what yeah. Emily and I did this year. We just did like stocking stuffer things was mm-hmm. our was our plan. We didn't really put a price on it. We were just like whatever fits in a stocking. And... I specifically asked because every year my mom puts Big League Chew bubble gum in my stocking. I specifically wanted that. And Emily bought it off of Amazon and accidentally bought, instead of just one pack, she bought a box of it. I think there were 16 individual packs of Big League Chew in my stocking. So I'm stocked up for like eight years with Big League Chew. I really thought you were going to go into a story about how she didn't do it like your mom does. (laughs) (laughs) Dangerous path, my friend. (laughs) I haven't been married that long, but I've been married long enough to know what, what dangerous roads not to traverse. Like my stocking was stuffed, like overflowing. And I had one little, like you're stocking to her. No, my my personal stocking, like okay. she she had stuffed. Like there was a ton of stuff in there. A lot of it was big league chew, but it was like overflowing. <laughs> and then mine, I had one thing for her in there. And we did our Christmas early, obviously. Um, I was say, man, you guys are way early. Yeah, because we're leaving uh, next week to come to Ohio. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but um, she we were we did it last Sunday, and she kept asking me like, "Is everything in my stocking?" I'm like, "Yep, it's all in there." She's like, okay. Cause like she had felt just one little itty bitty thing. (laughs) But I got her a necklace and then I um, did, I broke the rules and she had wanted us like a big pillow thing. So I got her a big pillow thing and I had that wrapped under the tree. But rule breaker. Yeah. It's hard to find stocking stuffers because I feel like I, when I buy a gift, I want it to either be super cool or sentimental in some way, like have some, some meaning to it. And I found limiting myself to only stocking stuffers. I had a hard time finding gifts that were meaningful, that were small enough to be stocking stuffers. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you like giving gifts? I love giving gifts. Really? Yeah. I hate it. What do you like about it? I like, uh, like I said, like I when I when I get a gift for somebody, I want it to be either super cool or really sentimental. So I like putting that time and that thought and that effort into a gift, and then giving it to the person and seeing them be like, "Oh, this is sick! This is awesome! I love this! I I really enjoy seeing that." And maybe that's selfish. I think I. I have been thinking this whole time. It's like not about me. It's about that person, but maybe 
the selfish thing is me getting that gratification of like, oh yeah, I did a great job. I got a great gift for this person. Blessed is the giver, right? I guess. That's somewhere. Which is not you apparently because you hate giving gifts. You Grinch. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't like, I do not mind like spending the money to give gifts. I hate like trying to figure out a gift because I'm just like, what if I'm totally off on mm. what they want? What if this is one of the many gifts that I've gotten where it just like sits around for two years and then it just finds its way to goodwill or somewhere else. Yeah. And what if they're faking their reaction mm. just for my sake? That's yeah. what I'm diagnosing is you're not putting enough pressure on yourself when you're <laughs> searching more for pressure. Gifts. You need more pressure. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Makes sense. Put more responsibility on your shoulders to get something epic. Perfect. I think, I think you're right. I think that would cure the anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it would. What's the worst gift you've ever gotten? Um, so my grandmother, she been my dad's side. I don't think you ever met her. Hmm. Um, very nice lady, but she really liked like the home shopping network. Like the was it QVC or whatever. Yeah, QVC. Like the television stations that sell stuff. Mm -hmm. She really liked that. And she also really liked getting gifts for like the grandkids, which was fine. But as the years went on and she got older, the gifts kind of got like more odd. Okay. I guess. And I don't know if this would be the worst gift, but just like the most like caught off gift, I guess is whenever she had presents that were all the same thing. Oops. For instance, like usually it was all the, the, uh, grandsons would get, get a gift. That's the same thing. They would all get passed out and you had to wait until everyone had them. And then you open them all at the same time because it's the same thing. Gotcha. So she did that and we all got snuggies. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why I said, I don't know if it's the worst gift, but just like, but it was also not at the snuggie height and popularity. It was like a couple <laughs> years later. So you almost forgot about the snuggie and you're like, what is this? Oh, it's a snuggie. <laughs> I did use it. So I guess in that respect, it was not bad. Um, one time in college, my other grandmother got me a, like an RC car, like okay. a toy RC car. And I was living at college at the time. And I was like, oh, thanks, grandma. And it, I did use it in the dor dorms. We raced up and down the hallway and like mess with people's doors and stuff. Yeah. So again, I guess it's not a bad gift, just kind of a strange gift. I think that's mostly mine, just strange gifts. Yeah. What, what I was gonna, well, I was going to say about your RC car, like that's a perfect gift to get a college kid. Like I immediately <laughs> thought like I'm sending that down the hallway. <laughs> Be stupid with it. Yeah. Like I'm jumping yeah. it downstairs and stuff till it breaks. Which is what I did. <laughs> um, I really, I can't remember the worst gift I got. I, I do remember... When I was a kid, I was real young and I got something probably like clothes or something, but I was like maybe seven or eight. So I didn't care about clothes. I remember not what the gift was, but I remember trying to act excited and completely failing. 
An avocado. <laughs> An avocado. <laughs> exactly. Like, I I remember like having the internal thought process of like you're failing at this, <laughs> <laughs> but keep pushing through. Keep, it. keep pushing through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember feeling that same way about clothes growing up. Now I'm stoked if I get clothes. I got clothes in my stocking this year for yeah. Emily, and I was super stoked. Yeah, because I hate spending money on clothes. It's the worst. It's the worst. Like, I absolutely <laughs> hate it. If somebody else would do it, I'm fine with that. Well, have I told you about all the pants I have that don't fit me? No. Because I keep shopping on Amazon. and uh, You like, don't send anything back. No, I never send anything back, and it's hit or miss. So I just have like 12 pairs of pants that don't fit me at all. I See, I love Amazon's return process it's so easy what do you do just like print off a label and stick it in the mailbox well even now you can just like drop it off at a Kohl's and they will package it up and send it back for you just show them the little code that's too much effort for me that means I have to talk to somebody that's the whole reason why I'm shopping for pants on Amazon (laughs) is to eliminate human interaction fair that's fair yeah if I could like print off a code and just stick it in my mailbox Sick, whatever. You could also do that. Print off the label, stick it on the box. I don't mean stick it in my, my mailbox. I don't yeah, want to put it in so a I, box and have to take I, it to a place. <laughs> That's yeah. Too I just much. keep everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we wrap this thing up, do you want to do an old fan favorite from the old podcast? Is this thirty second opinion? It is. Yeah. yes if you are a first time listener the way this works is somebody will be given it like I'll give Pudge a topic and he will have 30 seconds to create an opinion about that thing whatever he says will be what he is forced to have an opinion about for the rest of his life you can't change your opinion after you've made your opinion here on 30 second opinions but I think that we originally started doing this because uh, neither one of us are very very strongly opinionated about anything. So we were like, we have to have opinions yes. on something. So yes. like giving yourself 30 seconds and forcing yourself to have an opinion, I think is the way to do it. It's critical thinking at its finest. Yes. So are you ready for your first topic? Yes. Okay, your topic is flamingos in zoos. Go. Flamingos in zoos, you know, when I think of the flamingo, I don't necessarily think of a majestic beast that would be roaming the wild. (laughs) And so I think in some ways, a zoo fits perfectly with their stature and their overall personality. (laughs) Um, 10 seconds. In the retrospect... Zoos are very harmful in a lot of ways, but for flamingos, they are good and I'm for it. Uh, I stopped it right at (laughs) 29.99 seconds. So you were dead on. (laughs) So to reiterate, you are pro flamingo captivity. Yes. You think that's where they belong is behind (laughs) bars. Put my stamp on. (laughs) I will say I went to the zoo recently a year ago and saw flamingos and they were all jerks. I guess like not all of them, but a couple of them were real jerks like to each Mm -hmm. other, like whacking each other and stuff. 
just fighting. So I'm with you. I think you should lock those guys up. That's fair. I'm trying to think of a something I can give for you as a 30-second opinion. I have a couple more for you if you want to do for another me? one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, your 30-second opinion is long fingernails. Go. So long fingernails can be very useful in both defending yourself from vicious attacks, um, snorting the cocaine, uh, and getting, you know, the booger <laughs> up there. Um, personally, I think they're disgusting and it makes me crawl a little bit, especially when guitar players have these creepy little long fingernails. So I'm going to say Time. no. <laughs> no to long finger. That's my opinion. No. I that's one of like my biggest like I guess pet peeves about myself is like if I see white at all on the ends of my fingernails, I have to get rid of them. Yes. Dude, mine are like I don't know if <coughs> you can see that or not. That's long oh, yeah. long for me. Really? Yeah, and it's driving me nuts, but like I'll get to the point where I chew them and like back too far and it's like painful for a day yeah yep i do that too i recently just started trimming my nails instead of biting trying to get off the biting yeah of them i i should do that but i don't and then i give myself like ingrown fingernails or nails i guess yeah i do that my toes a lot my toes are jacked up. I pull my pinky toenails <laughs> off. I think I told you that. No, I don't want to know about it. They grow straight don't up. Don't even tell me. <laughs> don't even know. So don't I just, tell me. I when don't. I get long enough, I just pull. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Would you rather have them just growing straight up? They catch on your socks and stuff. I want them to poke through your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> These clickety clacks. And- <laughs> I hate feet. I hate feet. That's, I don't ever want to talk about feet on this podcast. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of feet, but that's not like I see a foot and I'm like, bleh, bleh. I basically am that way. Like, think about toes. You were just talking about your pinky toes. Just think about toes. If you're listening to this podcast right now, take off your shoes and socks and look at those little ugly stumps that you have down on the base of your legs. Think about this though. If we didn't have phalanges, toes included, I don't know if that is within phalanges. I, I think that's a but I like a, yeah. So look at your hand, right? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have your fingers, you would just have paddles. Yeah, like <laughs> true. Same with your feet. Like, but fingers also wouldn't be fingers aren't have at no all balance. Gross. You can totally walk around without toes. I guarantee you, if you chopped all your toes off, you could still walk around just fine. You might be able to like get around, but any sort of physical activity would be out the window. I strongly disagree. I think that you could function a hundred percent normally without toes. I'm pretty sure your big toe is like the, the key to your balance. No way. Besides your inner ear. That can't be true. That's actually probably the key, but the big toe plays a huge factor in your balance. Okay. If your inner ear is the factor of your balance, like the main key of your balance, toes are completely out of the question then because your ear 
if your ear's controlling everything, what's a toe doing? It's all the way down there. It's giving you all of the the muscle need. I can do that with like the little ball of my foot that's right behind my toes. Go take a run like that. Well, I can't because my toes come down. So you need your toes. They're in the way is what I'm saying. <laughs> we need to interview a podiatrist. Oh, a foot doctor. That's feet. Isn't that feet? Yeah, because I had a planner's wart on the bottom of my big toe when I was younger and had to go to the podiatrist. That's how I know podiatrist is foot. Yeah. If anybody knows a good podiatrist who wants to be on the number 15 show in Fiji. That's right. Send them our way. Yes. You can also send us money at either one of our Venmos. We will take it. And you'll be a sponsor. Yes. For that we'll episode. Write, we'll write a little segment for you. Oh, yeah. What will be in the segment? Like, you know, like, this show, this episode is brought to you by oh, so-and-so. Gotcha. He or she or them <laughs> is this like this and we'll, we'll say a little something. Okay. So if you want to send us money and sponsor the show, any amount could be a penny. We'll give you a little segment and then you can tell us what you want us to promote for you to all the Fajonians of the world. Basically, if you send us money and you write whatever you want us to say, we'll almost say anything. I, I would say just about anything. I have my limits. Literally, though, like 5,000 and up, I'm saying whatever you want me to. <laughs> 5,000 is life-changing. <laughs> I will say whatever. <laughs> it would be life-changing for me. Yeah. I could buy a lot of things with five. Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest Jumping fences, dodging trees and trying to get away Contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making it Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Oh no. Okay. Oh yeah. What are you in? Uh G. I'm in G. hear you really yeah i hope i was coming through oh, i like cut out i got it on my end we're good to go okay cool i should have it on my end as well rest assured it did not mesh at all <laughs> perfect <laughs>